0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello, Cheeseheads, and welcome to another episode of the Cheese Room Podcast. What a crazy game of football that was. Uh, We were going out at one point, second, and then ended up topping the group. Um, A very difficult first half to watch, a completely different second half, and we're recording literally instantly after the game. I don't really know what to think at the moment. Hopefully, the people that have joined me will. As always from South London, uh, it's Mr Paul Muir. How are you doing, Paul? Good evening,
2: everybody. Good. I hope you enjoyed yourself over the last uh, ninety-five plus minutes. Um, as Russell Crowe says in Gladiator, "Are you not entertained?" Um, it really was. It really was a Jekyll and Hyde performance, wasn't it? It re- that first half was, was was great, and quite a lot of negativity around during the during the halftime. From uh, me, <laughs> uh, from from quite a few people involved in the cheese room, and then we come out in the second half and we do what we do. Um, yeah. It was a real jackal night, really, really like game of two halves, and all those other cliches that uh, commentators bring out. But yeah, we're through last sixteen, top of the group, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: Also joining all the way from I don't know Cambridge for you, Steve. Uh, Cambridge, Milton Keynes tomorrow. So I'm traveling around. Nice to hear your voice again. Haven't seen you for a long
0: time. Thank you. Well, you haven't seen me now but It's it's an audio-only podcast, but I haven't missed that. <laughs> no, good. Good to be back on. Thank you. That was. Um, yeah, yeah, that was entertaining, wasn't it? Not as entertaining yeah. as the fact that Cooler watched the entire first half and was moaning throughout. And then he went and played football. So he missed any joy that the game brought us Spurs fans. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, he's got form for that, hasn't he? Yeah. Right. As always, we have a look at the lineup first. <sighs> quite a few changes tonight and quite a strange um, sort of defensive look. <laughs> we had Sess right back. We had two left footers in 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 um, in the defence. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it, Paul? Uh,
2: it's a bit of a mess. I didn't really know how the Dyer longley Davis um, back through was going to play. And obviously, we saw Longley at Bournemouth at the weekend is a middle centre back, and we thought and he didn't really cover himself in all sorts of glory doing that. So I was like, mm-hmm. "Is Dyer going to be right centre back?" And and as it worked out, he he was. And um, yeah, the, the wing backs were when they started, I thought they were going to be on the other sides, um, but they weren't. And it, yeah, it was just a bit of a mishmash to start with. Um, yeah, Hoybe, Benton, and and then obviously, uh, yeah, we went three, four, three, which was, I kind, I kind of understood the rationale behind it, to be honest, but yeah. Lucas had a, Lucas had a, a poor game, even by Lucas's standards. I know he's on his, on his way out of the club, I think, but he was, yeah, he didn't really add much, unfortunately. um, and then obviously, yeah, Kane and Son, hopefully, hopefully Son's going to play himself in a bit of form. And, you know, Harry's been, Harry's been Harry the last couple of weeks. So, all in all, it was just a back three. I was just wondering what, what was going on with that and where each of them were going to play.
1: Yeah, and those decisions, obviously, no Sanchez was the one, I guess, wasn't mm-hmm. it, Steve? It shows that he maybe hasn't been too impressed with his performances recently. And then, you know, we've got right backs and he's deciding not to play them. Yeah, it's peculiar, isn't it? One does wonder
0: what Spence does in training to not get picked. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know there there was an incident on the um, the Israel tour when he'd only been with us for 10 days that didn't particularly impress um, the other players nor Conte. So I think that explained why he wasn't picked early on. Um, But... Why he's not picked now, you've you've got to wonder. See, the occasional performances he's played for us, I think he's looked, in the eight minutes he's played or whatever, like reasonably strong. At least mm. he's, a, he's a big lad. He's got a presence about him and he gets forward. He looks more of a right wing back than what we typically play in a right wing.
1: Yeah, I just think it's still very strange that we had Doherty yeah. on the bench as well. And he's like, nope. I <laughs> don't, need, don't need anyone with the right foot to play today. And I don't think Sess has done much much to sort of guarantee himself to be ahead of those guys either. It's like, I just, I don't know, I, I find it strange. I never like playing people wrong-footed on that side. It doesn't matter so much when you're attacking because you can cut in. But when you're defending, I just think you, um, it, it's useful to be playing on the side that, you know, you, you're used to playing on. Strange choices. Um, and as the game played out, you could see what the tactic was pretty much, could you, pull I think... Yeah. At the end of the half, there was there was lots of moaning, but it was because the the, the tactics were particularly negative, and it meant that yeah. we looked really poor. But we were clearly set up to defend, weren't we? Yeah, uh, I
2: was really interested how we we're going to go about this um, tonight. I thought, will we try and get it done at early doors, get two or three up? Uh, God, I wish, and then <laughs> and then rest because we got we got we got red scouts. Sorry, we got Liverpool at the weekend. Um, I. Th- I'll, I was I was I was in two minds, and then when I kind of watched the first five, six, seven, eight minutes, I was like, "Yeah, we set up here for a draw, and just gonna we're gonna defend, defend, defend," and um, that that that's where it was, and it, that was a pretty atrocious first half amongst some pretty atrocious first halves we've had this season. It was mm. like it was really, really like poor. We just t- couldn't find. Uh, player, when we had the ball, uh, we were offering quite a lot of space. We seem to be even like deeper than we normally are when we allow mm. things onto us and stuff, which is well. Um, we, we're just such a hard watch. I mean, I'm not going to beat about the bushes. I, f- I feel, I feel physically and emotionally annoyed when I watch us do that because I know we're much as we yeah. see in the second half, we're much better than that, and I, I just mm. don't. Yeah, it's just it's just not enjoyable to watch. Um, after saying earlier in the season it's all about performance and it's all about the results but sometimes you just can't carry on doing this game in game out because you know it, a better team will put you to bed in the first 30-45 minutes and you'll never get back into it which was yeah, uh, no agreed. but yeah your tactics were, as you were saying the tactics were there to to, to just basically grind out a nil-nil
1: I, I agree. I just find it immensely frustrating. I don't see why we don't go out there and, and give it a go to start with if we're going to do that once we've conceded. And I think it's just foolish to think that if we play like that, you, you could see after 15 minutes we were going to struggle. So Though it, it was last-minute defending, all right, we we limited their chances, but they did have a few good opportunities in that first half. Um, what do you think about it, Steve? Surely, surely, you know, being a bit more adventurous in these games, even if we only needed a draw, it just it just seems silly to sit back for that for an entire half, watching us get pummeled. Well,
0: I don't mind us sitting back so much. So when we think back to yeah, you know, when we played Man City, <clears throat> yeah, City away, we sit back and we hit them on the counter. And mm-hmm. We play really well. That I don't mind. What we've been seeing more recently is what what kills me, and I'm sure kills a lot of us, is that we don't do anything well. We're not defending particularly well. We can't pass well. We're not breaking. So if you're going to sit back and soak up pressure, fine, do that. And this is probably a good game to do it in. So you know Marseille got to get the win, and they're going to come at us. So sit back and hit them on the counter. But every time we got the ball, we pretty much gave it straight back to them. So we couldn't pass it... Yeah, defensively, it was minute.com. Cess was, you know, just like a man possessed in terms of giving away fouls at some points in the first half. Um, So, like, if you're going to do it, do it well. But we're not doing it well.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. None of the players were on top form. I think I said it, like, we're looking shaky in defence. We can't hold the ball or have any position in the midfield. When the ball's going up to the strikers long, which it did far too often, they just struggle to hold up the ball. Mm-hmm. Lucas, in particular, it's just he, he's. I've said that when Seb the other week said we should play him in the middle, it's fine. Sometimes he does stuff, but the majority of the time, if he's got his back to goal, he just gets pushed off the ball. Mm-hmm. And then up front, we weren't creating chances, and the ones we did, just weren't particularly good. We got in those positions, and again, a lack of quality. It was just a completely frustrating half. And it it was basically like what, you know, for the first 70 minutes of that game at home against Marseille, we made them look absolutely great Mm -hmm. until we scored those goals. And then for the first half today, we made them look absolutely great. And they've ended up bottom of the group. It's <laughs> it's just a, it's a, It was a really odd Champions League group in the end, especially with all the movement and stuff. But at half-time, Paul, I was just like, well, yeah, maybe we deserve the Europa League. And I know you, you fundamentally disagreed no, with that. I think sometimes, you know, people, teams, people,
2: individuals, whatever sport you might be playing in, you just get luck. Or, you know, sometimes the gods of that sport are with you. And that sounds a little bit cliché and a little bit kind of, not really rooted in science, but you know, you just have to you you just have to like hang in there, and it will go your way. And and if you deserve that or not, it, it doesn't really matter. It's just it's just all about like getting through to like the the, the next round or the next level or the next game. And um, yeah, I, I've I've never really kind of like I've never really kind of subscribed to that thought of like you get what you deserve because as I said, there's so many other factors in play. So I
1: didn't I did mean to sound rude when I was saying that. No, it's all right, Paul, I'm used to you now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for me, it's just if we're not going to take any of these games seriously, I think we've really struggled through this group. It's I'm amazed that we've topped it because I don't think we've looked good in really more than sort of half an hour of football in this tournament so far. So I just think if we're going to go through and we're not going to take it seriously and we're not going to up our performance massively then it's just pointless as being in it. And maybe you dropping down to the Europa League would have been better for us in a sense, like we would have actually enjoyed some of the football. But then we probably would have gone and done exactly the same there as well and just been below par. Um, so I don't know. I, I kind of feel good. Now that we're through, I feel good about it. So I take back my half time comments. I was just in a bad mood. Yeah, we, we play
2: again January after the World Cup. We'll, we, hopefully we'll have some new blood in. Or, you know, at least at least like some a few more options with, with, with players that that are back and rested after the World Cup oh sorry, I, I got the World Cup kind of distraction out the way. I think, you know, and I, I as I said uh half time, I do firmly believe that I think we're gonna see a different Tottenham after the World Cup. We have to. We can show that we do have the conditioning, we do have the attitude, we do have the fitness. I think we I think we are strong mentally uh, I Bren, Bren, and I've of have, have butted heads a little bit on this about that. Like, I yeah. think we are quite strong. I think we mm-hmm. do have a mentality which is being changed, which I love by the changing of that. I love by Conte, and I think yeah you know, we do hang in there and we, and we do we never give up. And you know there are some there are some strong characters sometimes they don't show themselves, but there are some strong people within that squad that know how to win stuff. Yeah, you know, you know, Lloris being one. Yeah, you, know, you can see that he was really you know he. he I, th- I felt he was very good today. We when they cut away to him, like telling people to calm down, uh mm. yeah you know, t- uh, kind of like organizing people and like ging people up, and no, no massive kind of histrionics or kind of like pumping his chest or anything like that that you see lesser players do. He was just very, very calm, and you know, he, he, he really a couple of good saves, especially from Sanchez on the turn or one of the guys on the turn. It was a really good save as well at a crucial time, and see. Yeah, I've, I've, I think you know that just shows that the mentality, you know, it is changing and it is good, and um, we are strong. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we, we we saw out the game quite well in the yeah. end. But I mean, one thing I will say is the goal that we gave them, Steve, wasn't particularly mentally strong, was it? I know there was seven minutes of added on time after Sonny's injury and a few other things, but you can't shut off like that in the dying minutes of a half because that's the time when you are most susceptible. Yeah, exactly. And
0: that 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 goal perfectly summed up the first half, didn't it? Yeah, that that goal just summarised it, and is, and we're just—I oh, don't get it. We're like we're like that uh, meme, aren't we? You know, you had me in the first half because every game in the first half, mentally, we are terrible. Like we don't get tackles, we we can't pass it, we look shell shocked. And then Muir's right, you know, there's there is some mental backbone to the team because okay, let's ignore the fact of VAR, but. Yeah, Sporting we scored a last-minute winner. Should have done. Uh, Mm. Bournemouth tonight. You know, so clearly we're we're giving it our all until the final whistle. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: But yeah, in the first half, mentally we just looked shot. I I don't get it because we've got. And I know people disagree with me, here, but we do have a world-class manager. I don't think many people disagree with that. We do have a reasonable squad. Yeah, we do not have a squad we want, but we have good players. Pretty much all the way through it, and we have better players than we're currently playing. Yeah, you know, that's that's gotta be a fact. Particularly the yeah. first half today. Um you know, Dale said day, we looked we looked like a conference league team playing up against a Champions League team. And day, <laughs> are barely a Champions League team, let's face it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, but they were great. I thought their energy was really high in the first half. They were just well up for it. The crowd sounded absolutely phenomenal tonight. And it did feel like as the game progressed that they were just building in confidence that the threat was growing. Just to concede at that point is obviously the worst possible time. So it was a bit concerning without having Conte on the on the sidelines. You know, he's, a lot was riding on that half-time team talk. But it seemed in the second half, Paul, that he just basically allowed our players to get forward a bit more, core especially.
2: Yeah, I think... You know, that, that did look nasty, uh, the, the, the shoulder or the up, the upper arm, let's say, in, in uh, Sonny's face. I mean, you and I watch uh, UFC, it felt a little bit like what McGregor <laughs> used to do against people in the cage. Then he used to do that kind of like shoulder kind of roll, lift mm. and like elevate and splash someone in the face with it. So then Basuma comes on, we'll switch to 3 5 two. Um, Yeah. Um, and I think we just we, we started we we just looked a little bit better even at the end of the end of the first half and then
1: yeah a, a little bit that I, I would agree with that one but I was thinking like that would be you know something to to mention but then <laughs> we just, we just still nothing really changed in terms of being able to get the ball out did it that's the thing came was just really isolated like really lack of support when he had it when he
2: did get it he had like three or four players around him and we know Harry's really strong with the ball but it just gets mm. get taken off him. Um, I think at 38, 39 minutes, Ses and Perisic uh, switched, and I think we looked a little bit more balanced that way as well. Yeah, and, and as the goal there, that Steve was saying, it was a it, it was a really uncharacteristic. It was a quick corner, quick short corner. We switched off, and the guy just put a bullet header in, didn't he? It was, it was I mean, he nearly folded in two, right. getting the power. It was a great header, which yeah. um, he, you know, we he, we couldn't, uh, Lurie's couldn't even get anywhere near. Second half came out, and yeah, you're right, just just unleashed Bentancur a little bit, just played a little bit more further forward. Uh, did the, yeah, Longley brought the defence up, Dyer and, and Davis were more, pretty much on the halfway line, and and Perisic was playing a, a little bit more forward as well, and Royale, now, I'll, I'll hold my hands up here. Um, as you probably, if you listen to us, we have a, a WhatsApp group, and I was like, no, 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 Royale, I've got to hold my hands up. Royale was really good today, second half. I thought, I thought, yeah. he, I thought he get forward really, really well. He didn't do anything stupid, like no any look passes or anything like that at all. I thought he, he tucked in really, really put his, he, he got his body in the way, he blocked, and I mean, I was, yeah, I was really impressed with Royale today, and he got forward, and so did Perisic on the other side, and and though was just, yeah, it was just everywhere absolutely everywhere and he was like really driving that midfield forward. Basuma and uh, Hojbjerg doing the kind of like, you know, the mopping up and we just looked a lot more kind of coherent and better, didn't we, in that second half?
1: It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, I think getting the goal, when was it, 54 minutes? seemed quite early, but 54 minutes, Mm -hmm. that was really important. We'd already had a few chances by then, so we were showing our intent, but getting that goal um, it just seemed like Marseille's heads dropped a bit after that and their intensity almost evaporated after that, Steve. Yeah,
0: 100%. Um, you could kind of, well, you, you could literally see the heads drop. Mm. Uh, but what a head of a long way. It was a great, yeah. great ball in. It was paris yeah. super you ball in, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, sorry, a bit lagging behind it. I having a chance to watch the highlights because it's immediately after. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Kane, Kane won a free kick really well. Great ball in, and that really changed the momentum. And it's quick after the first half as well. Um, so I think I think that set up a second half for us. Yeah, but I do, I do think if the game had gone on a bit longer, um, I do think we would have conceded another, and that would have been that would have been it.
1: Yeah, it was interesting at that point as well, Paul, because I was half concerned about whether we'd just then go back and, and sit deep again and try and hold on to that draw. No, what did you think?
2: No, I was I was, I was pretty. I think once we got ourselves back into it, I was pretty sure that we, we'd keep it up. I think we stepped off the gas just about 58, 59 minutes. And, uh, but then um, uh, Benton Court had a, a break, and I think he played like a better ball, which is unusual uh, for him. It was Lucas to his right, wasn't it? They they they, they the, the Marseille defence had shuffled across, and Lucas was all on his own, and Benton Court kind of shuffled it out to the right, but it was overhit. hit yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we give Lucas a hard time, but you know, with his pace and like his directness, you reckon he's gonna get in there and get himself like a a high percentage shot on, on goal, which um yeah, would have really put the tie to bed really. And then we had an offside goal, then we came was offside by about a metre with a really good leap from from Lucas for a little kind of nod on. But I I was I I I felt that we wouldn't Really step off the gas so much to allow them to come right back into it, or or create any kind of sustained, prefer, any kind of sustained pressure. I was always, I was always very, very confident that, um, you know. We wouldn't let it slip. I, I, I know Klesnich came close with a back post. I, what, <laughs> I was gonna say it was a very done. good yeah. opportunity
1: in the final few minutes yeah. there, to be fair.
2: Uh, yeah, I was I was I was quite yeah. surprised at Dyer because he's on that side and Royale they, they doubled up on Royale, didn't they? And you see it because obviously you can see the play developing, you can the ball you can see the ball coming in. And like I'm shouting at the screen like, you know, back post, back post, Dyer's gonna see it. Dyer, and he didn't. And the ball it was a good ball in, whipped in with a left foot, coming in come back inside really nice ball over and I thought shit Dyer's not picked him up Royale's got two people two players and yeah Klasnich kind of like downward and wide and I thought okay that's the bit of luck we needed
1: yeah it was the bit of luck we needed mm-hmm. but there was a yeah that was a great opportunity and at that point we would have I think gone out if they'd have scored at that point i think i think so i think because you're Frank- right yeah frankfurt with frankfurt with two one up at that yeah. point <laughs> it's like living on the edge and then you know we see off the game with Hoybier getting a, that great goal in literally the dying seconds Dave, see his top of the group um i mean i guess the game was just very open at that point it's a nice finish all the same wasn't it
0: what a finish what a affection what has happened to our midfield Like, Hoiberg and Benteke, are they the two most improved players on our squad this season?
2: They're
0: the most Mm. most consistent in in my
2: opinion.
0: Yeah, agreed. And, you know, some some of the stuff that Benteke did today, I don't know, like, do we think we're playing him with a bit more freedom? But he seems to be bursting forward a lot more, um, which I think is really helping. But, yeah, the finish from Hoiberg, given the fact that, He's not a prolific goal scorer, and he scored a couple of decent finishes this season yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was impressed. It was a great hit goal. the bar early as well, didn't he? Hit the bar. Uh, yeah, that, that, well, yeah, goal,
2: that, that ball came across, across. Well. and I tell you what, that's the best thing that Lucas did all night, he took the pace of that ball beautifully for him, yep, and, and mm. dropped it straight back into his path, and it was a really good hit. And like the was it Lopez, the Spurs reject that never got a game with us. He was he was nowhere near that, and and yeah, I was that second half from both our kind of like. What would you saying what offensive midfielders it was really really good. I was I was really impressed by Hoiberg actually. Um, yeah, yep. I thought I thought he did really really well uh, tonight, and uh, I'm glad he scored. I am glad he scored. It was a lovely finish right across him and in, nestled in the kind of corner. It was like yeah, decent as
1: well. At 94,
2: 95 minutes where it was.
1: Yeah, I thought all of the midfield three were good today. I thought Basuma as well grew yeah. into the game. I thought I thought he was quite good in the end. Um, the, the defence were either good or terrible, <laughs> depending on the moment, I suppose. And it was just, um, I guess Son just didn't have a great game as well. Hopefully, still, hopefully, he's not well, out for too long because we need those options. I've just been looking at the
2: concussion protocol. He'll probably get checked tomorrow. He'll obviously get checked tonight as well before they fly, I guess. And uh, if he gets checked tomorrow, I mean, I think earlier in the season, Bantacoy, was out for five days. He missed the game. So Son might miss the weekend. Um,
1: well, uh, it depends if it was if he's
2: is that any head injury. The way I'm reading at the moment, I mean, he was pretty shaky on his feet, you know, and, and like the the, the the club doctor that was the the young guy came on. He's a club doctor, and um, I thought. He, he made the call himself, said like, no, straight, and he was, he, I, I thought he looked really shaky, I thought he looked, mm, I thought yeah. he, I, in my in my eyes, I've never seen concussed people, he looked, he looked yeah. mildly concussed to me, but I'm only seeing it from a TV's point of view, and if that's if that's true, it's going to be the same, after Benton call, was it Forrest he got done, or I can't remember, but he was out for five, six days, and so Son, he might not play at the weekend, or, we'll, we'll see, I mean, we don't know yet, straight after the game, is, as you
1: said, so, well, I guess it's one of those ones where he wasn't bracing for it, was he? He wasn't no. expecting it because he's no. going up for the header. And your shoulder is pretty solid, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty hard. It's connected to the rest of your body. It doesn't really <laughs> go anywhere. It's going to be a fairly big jolt in the side of your face. But it's a big game at the weekend coming up, so we could really do with him still playing. Um, but are you happy to talk the group, Steve? Uh, it's a bit of a silly question, but is it? Because it's the, ad- the advantage is there that we're playing the second best team from one of the other divisions.
0: Yeah, hundred um, percent, and I think it'll give us some confidence as well. And oh god, can, can we even say this? It'll so probably give Conte and the team a bit of breathing space because we've, as a club, as a team, as a manager, we've come under a lot of heat mm. under the last um, you know few weeks, and some of it deservedly so because we haven't looked good. But yeah, you know, when we when we look at results, and I'm going to say a cliche, football is a results business as much as we want to be entertained and we're not always. We finished top of our Champions League group and it wasn't an easy group and, you know, we are here in the league. Mm.
1: Yeah. It's, that's the strange thing about this season that we've been saying quite a bit is that whilst it's not been particularly enjoyable, we're actually in a pretty good position. Um, and then Paul's argument that will is hope more than anything is that when we come back from the World Cup things will improve on the pitch as well as the results staying the same
0: I think they will man. it has to because look at it it has to I mean we've got yeah exactly yeah we've got Kuliseski and Richarlison that's £100 million worth of talent injured yeah yeah you know, so and if you think about it Lucas and I know like I know Lucas isn't the answer but at least he gives something up front he's an option yeah He's been injured for a lot as well. So, you know, we've sat a few times in games with only Hill on the bench and he's the only option. Yeah. And I love him and I wish he'd play more. But, you yeah, know, he is not the player you want to come on, let's say against Liverpool, if you 1-0 down to 10 minutes left.
1: He's not the one. No, that's true. I mean, there's also the opportunity. I suppose that after the World Cup, there'll be a few games, but then the window will open, and it sounds like content Well, if you believe the rumours, which apparently been told that you can have three players, which I very much doubt. <laughs> but I do not believe, believe that at, at all. all. No, no, no chance. I, I'd be surprised if we don't try and add at least one other player to our to our squad, and I would assume that that player would be someone that plays further up the pitch.
2: Yeah, has to be. As, as we said at the weekend, I think we are missing uh, options up front. Um, who are better in knitting the, the whole plate together? I call it like that nine nine and a half position. I don't think that, as I keep saying, Richardson's out. I think I think we need a player that can that can do a little bit of what Kuldeski does and 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 bring and bring and knit the whole thing together. I think that's ideally what we're missing. I don't know who that player is. Um, that's why Paratici Don Fabio gets paid a lot of money uh, to find those players. But yeah, we're not going to get three players. I think that's utter nonsense.
1: Right, we're quickly looking towards the weekend. It's a big game, uh, Steve, and whilst Liverpool have not been great at all, especially by their very high standards this season, they're struggling several places below us in the league, but I still, still think it's going to be a very tricky game at the weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still Liverpool at the end of the day. They're still a good team. I think, of course, we've got a chance. I think we've got a good chance, given how Liverpool are playing, but... We know they're going to bounce back at some point and wouldn't be Spurs if them. <laughs> we,
1: we are the team that allows other teams to bounce back, aren't we? <laughs> we do, we do. Um, but
0: yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I mean, I'm going to be... I've got a mate's um, birthday party on Saturday night. That's probably going to go through to the wee hours. So Sweet. I suspect I'm going to be there hungover. And I've got my sisters and my mum there as well. So um, I'll be with the uh, the footballing tribe. So... Be, off, be explaining a few things, so no doubt. So, <laughs> one, one day after me. <clears throat> Who's that player? He doesn't play for us, dear. He's got a red shirt on.
1: Uh, uh, it must be good being the most knowledgeable person in your family, Steve. <laughs> I know. It's unusual. <laughs> but um, what do you think our chances are at the weekend, Paul? Because we've got this game, then we've got what? Forest, then Leeds. At the yeah. end is in sight. Only three more games. We've just got a give everything at the weekend, don't we? Just put in a decent performance. And the thing is, we've seen that we can do it in you know second halves of games. It would be nice if we tried straight from the start. Because so I think if we allow Liverpool the ball from the start, I'm not sure that's going to work out quite so well against them.
2: Um, if we do, it's going to be a really difficult watch for us three, isn't it? Because it's going to be a lot of booing and it's going to be like, <laughs> you know, we don't to have the ball and when we do get it, we're going to try and take care of it and pass it backwards and you're going to get like, you know, you know what's going to happen. You, you, you yeah. both go to games. You know, you, you, we know what's going to happen. I'd go three five, two. Uh, Let's hope that Son is okay. If not, I'd be brave. I'd go Hill. I don't think we could put Lucas up front. Um, do you know what? Actually, maybe we could put Lucas up front because Virgil van Dijk seems to have his one eye on the World Cup, but like our Mr Romero. So maybe go 3-5-2 with Lucas and Harry if uh, Son is uh, is deemed not well enough to start. Um I th- I th- I think you know if if, if we play with intensity like we have done in the second half of the last couple of games, we can we can certainly compete. And they look a bit frail. I think they have they have some problems in midfield as well. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I it would be, yeah, it 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 all depends again how we start. If we do that fifteen 20, oh like this is Tottenham Stadium, please have a little look around. Ah, oh, Mr. Alexander, have I uh, Trent. Have the ball. Oh, you know, okay, Tiago, please have the ball. Um, you know, yeah, please, Mr. Allison, you take your time. There's no pressure on you. Yeah, if we start doing that and you know, if we allow Mr. Salah every 30 seconds our shots on goal, then it's gonna be a really, really difficult watch. Uh as ever, um I'm confident and we can we can certainly get something out of the game. I'm worried that um corps was holding his hamstring and um mm-hmm. then again, you know, uh we, we yeah, we we, we can't yeah, we can't keep using the excuse when like Kuzeski's out or calls out that, that that we we can't play a certain way. We've got to adapt and improvise if 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 these guys aren't playing. So, but that was a worry tonight because we know how to, we know how important Bentancourt is uh, to to us playing really really well. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I am. I, I, you know it's it's you know there's, as you said it's not too many games with this being our penultimate um, game uh, home game for the World Cup. I'm really looking forward to it, and um, yeah. Yeah, let's just hope that Son is okay and um, the boys recover, especially Banton Corps, well over the next couple of days and they're ready and firing and ready and raring to go on Sunday.
1: Absolutely. Right, um, I'm going to keep it short, Jesus, because it's midweek and I need to go to bed. Let me just quickly mention football prizes. Uh, This week they've got an Ivan Perisic signed shirt, number 14. Oh, boom. Tickets are two ninety five, oh. uh, but early buy price at the moment. There are 199 tickets, though, um, but and a quarter of them have gone already. So get involved there. That closes uh, in a week's time, Tuesday, the 8th of November at 7.30. So you've got plenty of time to get in there at footballprizes.co.uk. Don't forget, there's always lots of additional prizes, um, instant prizes with this one as well. Um, And with the code CHEESE10, that's all letters, CHEESE10, you get a 10% discount. So get involved, footballprizes.co.uk. Right, Mr. Beer, thanks ever so much for joining as always. Yeah, great. Thanks very much. And, uh, you know, forwards and upwards. (laughs) Forwards, upwards, onwards. Yep. up the pitch, please, to score some goals. <laughs> Steve, <Stay. laughs> Steve, cheers for joining. As always, enjoying your new microphone. You sound much more crystal clear and less like you're on a conference call.
0: Yeah, I can't believe this will be my last show be- this calendar year because I'm only at Liverpool and then I'm off um, to see Bren. So, um, or may- maybe we can do a show in Mexico, Bren. Well we'll see we'll see what we can work out
1: last one right don't forget um the youtube gang will be back on friday they'll be previewing the game at the weekend and giving you their thoughts on the game tonight and we'll be back at the weekend as well right um until next time come on you spurs
0: come on you spurs come on you spurs
1: sports social podcast network